Welcome back to episode 59 of Water Hockey, where we talk about, but are not limited to all things, Texas hockey, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and proudly supported by DraftKings, where you can use promo code THPN to get in on all the action today. Super Bowl stuff. As always, I am Fink, and I am joined by Patrick and Jason. The Stars took us on an emotional roller coaster this weekend, and the Allen Americans pulled out the brooms. But before we get into that, let's toss it over to the boys. Patrick, how was your weekend? It was good. We had, I went golfing on Saturday with my buddy, working on my new swing from Pure Swing Golf, which is exciting. Hit some good shots and hit some really bad shots, which was expected, but you know, it was a fun time. The weather was really nice. On Friday, we went to Sushi Sake in Richardson with my brother-in-law and niece. She is Solid. 15. Solid? She, yeah, she's 15. So she, she actually wanted to come to dinner with us. Heck I was yeah. like, okay, sure thing. So we ordered like probably 12 rolls at this place. Got some deep fried oysters and some gyoza. Everything looked fantastic from the pictures yeah. I saw. I would highly recommend it. Even like probably my favorite roll there is just a basic tuna roll, you know, rice tuna and wrapped in seaweed. Yeah. Phenomenal. Would recommend it's at Campbell and Collins, I believe in Rich- Richardson. Definitely check it out. Expect to wait though. Cause they don't take reservations and it's usually like we sit in the car for an hour before we even get in. But it's worth it. Richardson's just such a, a hotbed of fantastic dish dishes and cuisine. It's where that, that yeah. dump place. They really about. are. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of options there. Nice. Well, Jason, I know you had a good weekend. I uh, saw you taking some live music uh, just just yesterday. It was a it was a Monday, but you you get it. Yeah, dude. Uh, the weekend was pretty dope. Uh, got a new tattoo Saturday. Love had that. some brewskis over at Intrinsic in Garland. Uh, and then didn't want to quite go home yet. So the wife and I and the kiddo decided to walk around the square of down, or downtown Garland there. And then there's a nice little tattoo shop there uh, called uh, Momentum. Really cool little place. They have a thing that's a uh, hundred bucks. You get a get what you get kind of thing. And I got a pretty cool little tattoo out of the vending machine. So. Do they have them? Do they have them in like the little, um, like little balls? Yeah, the little sticky hand balls that you always used to get at CCs. Yeah, nice. So they have they have like two of them in there. Uh, Yeah, they have two of them in there, and like typically one's a little feminine, and then one's a little more masculine. The guy actually gave me two rolls because uh, the first one I got was a just it it just said love in like a really weird font. And I wasn't about that life. Um, and then oh, what the hell was the other one? It had a, uh, what is it? A mandala like flower, but it was kind of like in a heart. It, it looked a little uh, weird yeah. as well. And he was just like, eh, he's like, here's another coin. Just roll again. <laughs> and, and then uh, on the second time, it was the one that I got. So it's a uh, anatomically correct heart with like flowers out of it which looks pretty dope. I'll tweet pictures. Actually, I think I've already posted a couple pictures on Instagram, but whatever. I'll put them out there on the social for you guys to see. Uh, And then the second one was like a hatchet tattoo or like a hatchet guy. 
uh, not a guy, but just a guy with, or just a hatchet. And so, like, I, I do enjoy the insane clown posse from time to time. But <laughs> I, I am we, not I didn't know about we had a that juggalo life. on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call myself a juggalo by any means. You pro- probably best but, that you don't. <laughs> but I, like I said, I, I do uh, enjoy their uh, their music from time to time. I, they I have some interesting songs. You. Yeah, they they, they get, do. That's how they get you. Yeah, well. They're going to get you anyways, so <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, let's see what else. Oh, I uh, didn't really do anything Sunday. Kind of recovered from slight hangover from Saturday. Uh, and then yesterday, that, yeah. took in a Tool concert on Monday night. And that Monday was night badass. concert, that's bold. Oh, oh. Uh, you know, I didn't get to uh, plan the day, however, uh, but my brother-in-law bought me some tickets for Tool or bought me a ticket for Tool to go with him and his wife. Uh, and so I took that in last night, which was pretty dope. Uh, went, got home from work though, however, and then ate, changed, and got ready to go. And then as I was leaving, a fucking truck didn't start. My battery died. Oh mm. no! So mm. had to take care of. I kind of took care of it. I called my other brother-in-law and was like, "Hey, Kevin, can you come over? I'll buy it. I'll send you the money for the battery. Just buy me a battery, and I'll replace it." Uh, whenever I get back from the show and I did, I was up to like two o'clock in the morning, like replacing my battery and, uh, other stuff, but yeah, so it was good. Good time though. All in all, good time. Do you have to nice. find that like really random millimeter sized, uh, <clears throat> wrench that for whatever reason they don't do inches and it's always buried way down in there. Yeah. The metric system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually I, I do keep my tools here. pretty. I keep my wrenches and, and sockets pretty well organized, so that's very key. That part. It gets yeah, frustrating it's very clutch, quickly. Man. You don't want to lose, lose that ten millimeter socket. All my <laughs> all my that's dads the out there, and that's that. Yeah, that's that's the one. It's always the ten millimeter socket that's missing. So, and hold the damn flashlight steady. <laughs> I definitely needed that uh, yeah. last night at you know one o'clock in the morning, and all I have <laughs> is this tiny ass shop light. Oh, had God, to, I had to pull out my camping stuff where I have like these little headlamps. Oh, yeah. Those are crucial. Yeah. So I did that noise and it was fun. Good times. Good times. Nice. Well, sounds like a tool filled Monday. Bing Ooh, bong. Uh, Bing bong is right. I hate myself. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Well, no, you don't. I was very, very yeah. Uh, speaking of tattoos, we, we still got to plan out some uh, special show show special tattoos in the in the Ooh. near future possibly brooke was awesome enough to uh, get me a gift card or gift certificate for uh the tattoo shop not too far from my apartment um so i've got to schedule something i've got one in mind and then uh i got i got plenty of thigh space for uh the the pre-discussed thigh or wherever you guys choose to put it uh show show inspired to two we got two legs each yeah so my right one is completely tattoo tattoo free, if you will. <laughs> Tattooless. <laughs> Tattooless, yeah, exactly. Which okay, hold on. I will say the uh the thigh was a lot tender than I thought it was going to be. Okay, okay, yes, one hundred percent. The only one I have on my thigh on the top, my body went into fight or flight mode. Like I got cold chills and my body I started sweating profusely. Which I mean, I'll sweat profusely if like food comes out to the table at Chili's. But like this was like my body <laughs> defending itself, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I've 
my my right arm is is where I've gotten all my tattoos or sorry my tattoos. And so this one was very surprising that it was like my body was like no uh uh-uh, uh I don't we don't like it here stop it. I mean after about five minutes I went my leg went numb so yeah. it was fine but dude it, the first couple uh first couple lines is like ooh this is a this it's is not a fun. fun this is fun yeah yeah it's spicy man I I passed the fuck out when I first when he first started on mine on my leg yeah partially because I didn't eat anything before oh, i went and up. hadn't drank any water so it was uh self-inflicted but it's definitely more painful than you expect yeah yeah, yeah. i mean thinking back i may have been a little dehydrated from the night before but that's neither mm. here nor there um i felt like i gave my body enough time to recover but you know we live and learn we have two legs uh, you know for next time yeah exactly exactly but yeah uh, i had a same similar Awesome weekend, aside from the uh, the Stars getting absolutely embarrassed uh, on the Zubov jersey retirement night on Friday. Um, but I got to, which we'll, we'll definitely be getting into here in just a moment, uh, got to hang out with one of the uh, fellow writers from over at the Morning Skate, Disco. Uh, he is the Caps writer for them. Even though he lives in Arizona and he's from New York, he covers the Caps. But really cool to get to hang out with him and his sister. His sister lives here now. Uh, so it was him, uh, his sister, Brooke, and myself. Really fun time at the game. Um, got some really good seats in the platinum level. But uh, met Trevor Daly. So we're basically best friends now. Um, I, did, number. I did ask him. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't want to come off too flirtatious. But <laughs> I, uh, no, for business I did ask. Of course. Yeah, for business purposes. I mean, we were both very, very much in business attire. He in a, a suit jacket and, and like, you know, golf pants and, and myself and acid wash jeans, but, uh, and a Mooderous Jersey, all hell, uh, Different businesses. He was, yeah, we, he was really, really nice. Uh, we had a quick chat, asked him about his time with the Florida Everblades. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, he signed like a one game contract with the, uh, Florida Everblades of the ECHL. And I said, uh, are you still playing with the Everblades? And he said, no, no, that was just a one-time thing to help out because of COVID. Uh, I like this too much and pointed to his glass full of domestic beer. And I was like, hell yeah. Uh, I was like, well, if you're not doing anything on Friday nights in Richardson, I got a couple teams that uh, that uh, definitely would <laughs> take you on D-League. in a heartbeat. Yeah, we could use some D- D-tips, you know. Yeah, whatever you want. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, all in all, great weekend. Cannot complain whatsoever. Uh, oh, happy birthday to a friend of the show, Mark. It was his birthday over the weekend. Uh, went and celebrated it for... Uh, with his 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 missus and a couple of friends, they did an Olympic themed birthday party where I represented Mexico, uh, Buenos Dias, and uh, we got we got the uh, silver medal, so that was pretty cool. Buenos Dias uh, had a really yeah Buenos Dias. That was it was a lo- it was a lot of fun. Um, but jumping into all things uh, hockey in Texas, um, before we actually jump into what we've got on the run sheet, uh, I want to give another shout out. We we put them on the uh, Instagram story today. Uh, but the North Texas Acha uh, playoffs are coming up in Mansfield on the weekend of the, I believe, the 11th and 12th and 13th of February. Uh, it's going to be featuring TCU, SMU. Oh, let me pull it up because I don't want to mistake this, and I apologize if I do. Um, I know ETBU is in there as well as Texas A&M and uh, the University of Texas as well is going to be featured yeah tcu smu texas a&m etbu and tu sorry uh 
my my North Texas Man Green did not I, make it. I don't I don't think they did not. It's the uh, TCHC playoffs at the Mansfield Star Center. Starting on Thursday night at 745 on February 10th, TCU takes on SMU. Friday, February the 11th, you have TCU or SMU, so whoever wins out of that game on Thursday playing ETBU, who is the one seed at 4 p.m., followed by the UT and Texas A&M game at 7 p.m. And then on Saturday, February the 12th, the championship game is at 1 p.m., at the Mansfield Star Center. If you have not been there, it is the newest Star Center in North Texas. Uh, it's a very, very, very nice facility. Um, super clean. Uh, friends of the show, uh, Adam Larson, uh, he is the rink manager there and does a phenomenal job of keeping that place very, very tight as far as like cleanliness and rink management. It's one of the top rinks in North Texas, uh, in my personal opinion. If you haven't skated there and you do skate in the area, definitely check it out. Uh, but yeah, check out the uh, TCHC playoffs on the 10th, 11th, and 12th of February. And make sure to uh, tag the old Wada Hockey boys and hashtag Wada Hockey wherever you post the pictures because we want to see how it goes. I will be, uh, unfortunately, playing hockey and flying out to Denver that weekend. So I will not be able to attend. Probably don't even need the uh, integrated foot mat in those locker rooms. Hey, eh? Integrated foot mat? Where can you find integrated foot bats, Patrick? I think you can find them <laughs> at conwayandpigs.com. This is where the pre-recorded uh, version of Jason comes in, but we pretend it's pre-recorded, even though it's just him see, talking about Conway and Banks. See, you think it's pre-recorded, but I'm here to tell you that if you're looking to replace your moldy old <laughs> hockey bag with a broken zipper, check out conwayandbanks.com. Premium quality bags. They're built to last. They have removable organizer to keep your gear organized and keep everything dry with waterproof materials and giant vents. What's your favorite feature? (laughs) My favorite feature has to be the built-in foot mats that keeps my feet dry in those wet, moldy locker rooms, except for the Uh, Star Center in Mansfield because it's so well-kept. Right, well-kept. Comes in three different sizes and colors, so you'll be sure to find one you love. Go to our link tree and use code WADAHOCKY10 for 10% off of your order. And get your gear to the rink in style. Well, since we sound like we know exactly what we're doing on this show here at Wada Hockey, uh, we might as steal- well talk about it. That was great. Sorry, oh, that was sorry to steal your thunder, Jason. Don't. Don't apologize at all, man. I love it. Don't you dare. I love it. Don't you don't you dare apologize. Uh well, I mean, it was an exciting weekend down in Allen, or up in Allen, I should say, as we are south of them. Uh the On Americans swept the visiting Newfoundland Growlers at home at the Credit Union of Texas Center. Nailed it. They sit at 17, 14, 4, and 1 on the season with 39 points. And co-captain Chad Costello. Leads the team with goals and assists, putting him at the top of the point standings in the team as well. On a less exciting note, our guest from last week, Gavin Gould, uh, was unfortunately placed on IR. He joined DJ Jerome and Chad Butcher and obviously wished them all a speedy recovery. Had a quick chat with Gavin. Obviously, he's super bummed out. Like If you have not heard the last episode, please go back and listen to episode 58 on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, this is his first pro season, so just coming off of the ECHL All-Star game uh, in his first pro season, it's just it's just a huge hit. You absolutely hate to hear about it, 
wishing him a speedy recovery because you don't ever want to see this, no matter what team this person plays for, uh, for them to have to go any through any adversity like this. But because of that, they did add the Americans, added some size to their roster. Uh, they acquired Jake Curley from the Florida Everblades uh, for future considerations. This, of course, is coming off the news of Gavin Gould being placed on IR. And Eric Roy, Jared Bethune, Brandon Trook, and Zach Hall all missed Sunday's game due to injury. So obviously has has a little bit of uh, implications on that as well. Uh, Curly clocks in at 6'4", 220, ding, ding, as a defenseman and brings along 54 penalty minutes this season. And uh, hopefully bringing a little bit of grit to the Allen Americans. Not that they, they needed it, but hopefully bringing a little more grit. People you like know- violence. I really hope the news of Gavin doesn't hinder any future guests that we have in Allen. You know what I mean? I don't think it will, because if you look at our track record, I mean, you look at Zane Franklin now being coached by, uh, oh God, I'm drawing a blank. Not, uh, what's his name? We can, uh, we can uh, edit all Babcock. He's now being coached by Babcock. Um, up at uh, in the Canadian University system, uh, you look at Les Lancaster, friend of the show, now over uh, at Ilves Temperes as one of the top defending point or top defenseman points producers in that league. Uh, so no, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to deter. I think we got some. Ben Carroll's yeah. having a decent season. So Josh is now over. At, at jo- yeah, Joe Hanley scoring his first Speaking career of- goal. Got his first career, first career yeah. First career goal. First career goal. And the reason that we're saying it's his first career goal, we I went back and, and corrected myself on our socials, but I had I have to uh, give kudos to Patrick. He pointed this out. He did score a goal in the Stanley Cup bubble playoffs uh, against Tampa Bay, but because they were playoff goal, it was a playoff goal. It doesn't count like a regular season goal. So technically, not his first NHL goal but his first recorded regular season goal. The NHL stats Correct. are weird. So if you went and looked on his Wikipedia and you see his stats, it doesn't show any goals scored in his career with Dallas. You have to go specifically look at the Stanley Cup stats, playoff stats. They don't correlate for whatever reason. But that being said, you can go check out his podcast episode that he did with us uh, where we dove into some of his background, some of his backstory and his time in Texas. Um, got to meet him. Really sweet guy. Uh, he he's repping one of the water hockey shirts now and uh, just super excited to see him score. You could tell that he was excited to get that goal in. And hopefully that if he felt like there was a monkey on his back, it's off. Uh, but yeah, so the Allen Americans, that was their weekend. Uh, they have got some games coming up, which we'll chat about here with uh, Mike Woodell. Uh, he is coming up next with the presidential address brought to you by Texas Hockey Apparel. As always, make sure to jump over and check out texashockeyapparel.com where they have some awesome joggers. It's about to get cold here in Texas. You're listening to this on Thursday, which means winter is officially here, finally, in the middle of almost February. Oh, winter will uh, definitely the groundhog be here is, Yeah, yeah. By the time you're listening to this, you will have... You will have uh, you will have a fire going, hopefully not because your power is out, just because you want some natural heat. Uh, but Texas Hockey Apparel has some awesome joggers on sale on their website right now, as well I gotta get some as a set of limited edition dog tags. There's only 20, I think, available uh, is what I was told. So head over to TexasHockeyApparel.com. And here is this edition of the Presidential Address with Mike Woodell of the All-Americans.
All right, we are back with another edition of the presidential address with uh, the birthday boy. Happy belated birthday to the president of the Allen Americans, Mike Waddell. Welcome back to Water Hockey. Hey, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it, Jeff. It's been a, a great time here with the Allen Americans. Big sweep over the weekend over our visitors from St. John, the Newfoundland Growlers. And just finished up our season ticket member renewal campaign on February 1st and had some great results there. So look forward to talking about those things and also about the big nights to come here with the Allen Americans over in the uh, Credit Union of Texas Event Center. Yeah, well, let's just jump right into it. I did. Uh, I was in Allen on Sunday. I did see some uh, some heads hanging low, leaving the arena, going over to the In-N-Out across the street, and just assumed that was, in fact, the Newfoundland Growlers. Uh, then I saw their team bus, and I confirmed it. Uh, so yeah, uh, we like we talked about a little bit earlier on the show today. We pulled the uh, the kitchen utensils out, and got the brooms out, and uh, sent Newfoundland packing with a sweep. Uh, it looked like it was a, a pretty eventful weekend, especially with the Star Wars night that you guys had. That seemed like uh, one of the biggest crowds that we've seen this season, huh? That's exactly right. It's one of our top five paid crowds that we've had since 2013. So uh, this year we've had three of the top five paid crowds since 2013. It's been a uh, really uh, strong year for some of our bigger nights, some of the other nights. So we still have some work to do, but that's how it is. And uh, we'll keep uh, going after it. But uh, could not be more thrilled with six points over the weekend. And that really uh, gets us uh, going strong into another big homestand here this weekend on Wednesday and Friday. And then next week with uh, Kansas City coming to town on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So five games here over the next nine days. Yeah, and uh, you know we were talking about the Star Wars and, and how big of a success that was. There are some upcoming promotions uh, with these next couple of games that you just mentioned. Uh, for, let's talk about Military Night first and foremost. You said it. Uh, we've talked about it before, but uh, for those that have missed it, give us a little more details on that with uh, everything going on with the Military Night there at the All Americans. Sure. We're really excited about working with Ortho Texas again on our annual military night. We have some special black stealth jerseys that will be uh, auctioned off on Dash after the game. Really excited about uh, partnering with the Carry the Load Foundation again this year, and they'll be the beneficiaries of our jersey auction and uh, a donation from our Redland Foundation. So anytime we can uh, come together and honor all of the branches in the military, we like to do that. And the retired service uh, personnel and also our active duty military here in 2022, they play such a vital role in our uh, national existence and we're very blessed to be americans and we like to celebrate our military at any chance yeah absolutely that's going to be on february 4th uh, so if you're listening to this on the thursday when this episode comes out make sure to get your tickets for tomorrow night's game on february 4th there at the credit union of texas event center uh and so we've got another really unique promotion coming up with you guys uh, the allen americans are sponsoring another round of pucks and paws night the 2022 edition uh this is a fan favorite i mean anytime that someone can bring their dogs out to the rink uh to enjoy a little bit of hockey uh going against the kansas city mavericks there uh at the credit union of texas event center on thursday give us the scoop on that give us a little more details behind that Hey, it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, like you said, Pucks and Paws Night is brought to you by the Allen Veterinary Hospital and Dr. Allen Coffin, who serves the community so well. We've had 
Roscoe Stalkup and Phil Ballou on a viral video that we put together along with some of the other players uh, that's out on our YouTube and social media channels right now. It's just a fun time. You get Kansas City and Allen on the ice, and instead of letting the dogs out, we're letting the dogs in. Always <laughs> fun to bring your uh, best friend out to the event center in the Rink of Red to see some great American soccer. We do it once a year, and again, it's all brought to you by the Allen Veterinary Hospital and Dr. Allen Kaufman. Yep, and the puck drop is uh, at 7.05 on Thursday, February 10th, so make sure to head over to allenamericans.com to get your tickets for that today. Uh, do the dogs need to bring tickets, Mike, or are they they uh, they plus ones? So are they just allowed in the door as well? Uh, the dogs do have to have a dog ticket, but it's uh, not that much, and uh, we're, we're just excited to have this availability out there and to really engage as we head into a really busy promotional season for us. And uh, that uh, continues on, as you well know, with our uh, military night coming up on uh, Friday night uh, of this week. And so many big nights coming up. Police versus Fire on Ice, the 12th edition of that. Mm -hmm. We've had that game 12 out of 13 years. Excited to have the uh, Allen Police and Fire groups uh, coming out again. And then another one that I'm excited about is Celebrate Texas Night, Jeff. And that's on Friday, March the 4th. And that's against the Idaho Steelheads. And then uh, the, the next night on Saturday, March the 5th, it's our teddy bear toss. And we've in the past done the teddy bear toss before Christmas, but we were asked by partners this year to delay it to where they had more of a need for the bears. So we're doing that. And I'd like to tell you about some of those partners. They are Life Path Systems, Children's Advocacy Center, Casa of Collin County, the Exponential Power of Women or XPAL, uh, patrol stories, and also another nonprofit called A Motivating Love. But we're excited about uh, the teddy bear toss, and that comes up on March 5th. Celebrate Texas Night on March 4th. Police versus Fire on Ice is set for Saturday, February 19th. And then, as you said, the Olympic Series coming up, and that's the 9th, 10th, and the 11th of February, and that's all against a Wichita, and we'll be wearing a white throwback sweater uh, inspired by the 1960 USA Olympic team. So we're excited about that. We'll have that on all three nights, and then we'll auction that off with the proceeds going back to our Red Lamp Foundation. I mean, it's just always exciting to hear about these theme jerseys. We love them here at Wada Hockey. Uh, we've talked about them on the podcast hundreds of times now it seems like uh so just an exciting time make sure to get out i i'm gonna be keeping my eyes on the uh the march 5th teddy bear toss let's see if we can rival the uh the old hershey bears teddy bear toss wow, they did a great I said job they broke a world record here recently oh. That's crazy. I mean, they do such a great job up there. And many of the fans might know that Michelle Martinson, the wife of our head coach and general manager, Steve Martinson, is from Hershey, Pennsylvania, and her grandfather used to run that team, the Hershey Bears. So it's a uh, it's a it's a small world. And Michelle does a great job uh, running our merchandising operation. Obviously, Steve is a world class head coach and general manager. And uh, maybe we can get some of those Hershey secrets to come out and make our uh, teddy bear night this year the sweetest one uh, that we've ever had. I'm really hoping for that. And, proud to be partnering with these great charities as well well we will definitely gather the the french fries of water hockey and see if we can't get some teddy bears on the ice with uh, little water hockey jerseys to uh, get out there for everybody uh but mike you know thank you for joining us as usual uh happy belated birthday once again uh you know, give us, give, you know, we always ask for a sign off from our guests uh, on every single episode that we have a, a guest or afforded one. Uh, what, what would your sign off be? Let, let's, let's get the Mike Woodell sign off. 
don't stop living in the red. It's a hashtag. It's a way of life. It's the Allen Americans credo. And uh, the other one is what uh, Coach Martinson has up in the locker room. Wake up, kick ass, and repeat. And that's been his uh, mantra for a few years now. We have it up in the uh, locker room, have had for a number of years, uh, going back to the championship uh, campaigns. And just excited to see how uh, this season's going to unfold. But, you know, if you think about that song, uh, Don't Stop Living in the Red, what does it mean? Well, it means that you're always living to the extreme. You're going full out. You're pushing things uh, all the time. So uh, this ought to be a lot of fun to uh, see how this season's going to play out. And, you know, the uh, Wednesday night game that we had uh, last night, was the uh, 19th home game of the season. So we're officially into the second half of the home campaign. We played 36 games here in the ECHL and also have a, another game that we've announced. The makeup from the December 18th game against Orlando will now be on March 30th against these uh, Kansas City Mavericks. So we'll be welcoming Kansas City back and uh, doing some fun things uh, with them uh, this year off the ice. And also be on the lookout, give you a little hint here, Jeff. We're talking with uh, uh, Tulsa about uh, doing some really cool things in the preseason and even in the offseason next year, along with a year-round program. So uh, wet your uh, uh, thinker on that one, and uh, we'll be back with uh, some more details on that in one of the future editions of this little segment. Well, we always love the inside scoop here at Water Hockey and always appreciate your time. Um, as always, to the French fries listening, visit allenamericans.com, click on tickets, get your tickets today to all of these awesome promotions that are coming up here very, very soon at the Credit Union of uh, Credit Union of Texas Event Center there in Allen. And Mike, thank you again, and we'll see you at the rink here very soon. Hey, thank you, Jeff, and uh, thank you to Water Hockey for doing a great job of tying everything with this great sport together here in the Lone Star State. Absolutely. And we'll keep doing it for you and we'll have you back on here very soon. All righty. Water hockey fans, this is the moment we have been waiting for since September and it is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your teams win. If your team wins, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. Not Texas, of course. So, a solution to that for our Wild Hockey fans is playing DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. To get in on this action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN as always and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Again, that's just $5, win 280 in free bets if your team wins with promo code THPN with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 and up, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited, gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat and in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text hope ny467369 that was a lot to take in, but let's get back to the show. 
Thanks again to Mike Waddell, the All-Americans, for coming on and chatting with us in the uh, presidential address. Obviously, make sure to get out there to the Credit Union of Texas Center in Allen to check out the All-Americans in town this weekend. Uh, I do want to touch on a couple things before we jump into the big boy stars. Wyatt Johnson, OHL Player of the Month for the second straight month, and Stankoven won the WHL Player of the Month. The pipeline for the Dallas Stars is looking mighty fine. I really, really, really hope Jim Neal doesn't somehow finagle their upbringing and mess up their uh, their rise to prominence because I feel like these kids could be cornerstones of this organization for what could be the next 15, 20 years. Uh, so fingers crossed. But keep it up, boys. You guys are killing it down there. So, jumping back, we have some stuff to talk about. The Stars retired Sergei Zubov's 56 on Friday, and then they proceeded to absolutely embarrass the organization after an early Joe Pavelski goal was ruled off sides. And after that, they would go on to lose 5-0. to zero. Braden Holtby was pulled after the second period. I think he had some money on the game. Don't quote me. The Stars then, in their usual Jekyll and Hyde fashion, Defeated the always pesky Boston Bruins at home in Dallas on Sunday with a score of 5-1, to one, where Jake Ottinger seemingly reverted back to his old ways and stopped 25 of 26 shots. Patrick, I know you've got something on deck. Tell us a little bit about Friday and, and kind of where it took you mentally to that deep, dark place. So full disclosure, I didn't watch all of it, obviously, with family dinner on Friday night, but... I watched enough of it to get incredibly frustrated. We mentioned it last week, I believe. Maybe not last week, maybe the week prior. But we have discussed a seeming lack of grit or willingness to not only fight back, mostly literally, but after that goal was disallowed, man, it just... Went from way up here, highest of highs, 42 seconds in, top line does it again, everything's awesome, to power play, or PK, fail. PK, fail. Three goals in the first period, I believe it was. It's just like, dude, we have to figure out how to get some level of consistent play from game to game, from from period to period, from line to line. I mean, I know that's the name of the game is be consistently good, but the highs of this team are very high, and the lows seem to be in the abyss, the Marianas Trench. I mean, hell, we lost to the Canadians, and they're a dumpster fire. Right. At home, too, might I add. At home. A game that... No, I guess we only win games on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We <laughs> we're, we're that team now. We're a road team now. I was talking to my buddy about the road trip and he was like, you know, but all those teams suck ass. And I was like, but you still have to win. Right. You know, which yes. is fine. And then, of course, get proven wrong on Friday, getting curb stomped by the Caps. And then on Sunday, they're back to scoring five goals and looking like a good hockey team tonight. As if Friday never happened. Yeah. Like, and that's maybe that's a positive to take out of this is that their memory seems to be pretty short. Yeah, but goldfish. 
if you will. Yeah, they don't remember anything. They don't remember the good or the bad. <laughs> which is very frustrating for me. This was a pre-planned sassy synopsis that I knew was coming. It was a lot less subdued than I expected. However, that's kind of the the brunt of it. It's just be consistent. And Gilardi, in an article from Matt DeFranks, friend of the show, posted in the Dallas Morning News, I want to say on Sunday, he had talked with Gilardi and he kind of echoed the same thing. But that was even more frustrating because Gilardi said, we have these issues with consistency and we need to be in win now mode because the playoffs are coming up. But I don't want to make any changes midseason because that throws a wrench in everything. It's like there's not even consistency in your opinion towards the consistency, dude. Also, I need to I need to I need to to make it very clear um, on. They had the green carpet for Zubov's retirement and uh, Gallardi walked by and that dude is built like a Pixar character. Uh, I mean, just he looks like a. Peach. Mr. Incredible from uh, The Incredibles. I, I can't. No, he looks like Gru from Despicable oh, okay. Me. <laughs> Despicable Me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like you took a, a a pear and stuck it on toothpicks or chopsticks. That's how he's <laughs> built. And someone needs to report to the DPD here in Dallas uh, uh, missing neck because somebody has visibly stolen Tom Gallardi's neck. It does not. It does not exist anymore. It just goes from chin to chest. So, sorry, that's I. I he, he did some good things for the organization, changed our colors, whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm with you, Patrick. This whole inconsistent answers on an inconsistent team has gotten extremely old, and uh, I want to see some changes, particularly in the front office, which you know we definitely thought we had with Montgomery and. You know, one too RP. many Miller lights. It's which again, not making fun of that at all because he's thankfully bounced back and seems to be flourishing in St. Louis, fucking naturally. But either way, it's neither here nor there. Um, it's frustrating. So, but moving on, Jason, how did you feel about the weekend? The uh, the Jackal and Hyde kind of get smashed and then do the smashing. Hulk reverse Dallas stars team that we saw. I don't want to like bring it back to other sports, but it's so it, it was such a Dallas weekend in sports. Other teams, you know, I mean, obviously uh, like kind of like how the Cowboys are, uh, you know, Mavs are beating teams that they shouldn't be beating, if you will, but then losing right, to teams right. that they should be beating. Lose to the so Magic. it's, it's just, it's frustrating as a, North Texas sports fan, if you will. Yep. But it's very, it was just very Dallas. But, you know, there, there were a lot of positives to come out of this. Like, I, I mean, aside from Friday, this team is still pretty fucking hot. I mean, they're putting yep. up, I mean, with, aside from today, but we're only in the end of the second, I think, right now. I don't think we've started the third. Actually, we probably already have. But, I mean, we're 3-1 three three right in. now. Yeah, three minutes in. But, like, I mean, we're putting up... Like I said, again, aside from today, we're putting up three plus goals a night yep. right now. And scoring goals typically wins games. So, yeah, they, they're six and one in their last seven, I believe. No, it's something like they're yep. four and one in their last five, something like that. But they've outscored their opponents around 27 to 13, I think is the numbers that I saw. Something that we did see on Sunday, 
if we want to look at some of the bright sides, is it was the first time that Alexander Radulov, Tyler Sagan, and Jamie Benn all scored in the same game since I want to say July. No, it was like 2019. Yeah. Yanmark was still on the team. Got just a bunch of, uh, just a ton of names that are obviously no longer with the organization, which is why they brought it up. But it was a completely different team. And that was your top line. If that line can start acting like the top line again, when you already have the now top line of Pavelski, Robo, and Hints, now you're looking at a team that can roll out two very, very dangerous lines. And that's something that the Dallas Stars have lacked as an organization for a very long time. So they're they're on the cusp of being a very competitive team in this division. Uh, as it stands right now, as we were just chatting about a moment ago, we're about three and a half, four minutes into the third period against the Calgary Flames. As always, we record these on Tuesday nights, release on Thursday. Uh, so there will be some changing that goes on between now and then. That being said, they chased Markstrom out of goal already into the third period, uh, and Jamie Benn scored a goal. So if they can continue this momentum, uh, especially against the Flames, because the Flames are neck and neck with them, they're tied for the second place in the wild card spot uh, in this conference. So this is a crucial game. Knock on wood, we continue to, to play like they have, or we continue to play like we have. Um, but I do want to bring up something else that happened on Friday that was just a matter of time. And this was a last uh, last minute addition to tonight's episode or today's wherever you're listening to this episode. And that is that one of the few men left in the NHL that doesn't wear a visor, Jamie Benn, has finally lost a tooth. It finally happened. Him and the tooth pour are no longer out. together. Uh, yeah, pour one out. Press F in the chat to pay respects. But yeah, uh, Jason. Which, um, which one did no he lose? Patrick. I missed it. Uh, I, I, he Okay, so that's the funny thing is ever since he lost the tooth, I don't know if he's gotten a, a veneer or you know a replacement tooth yet, uh, but in his interviews, he is making it very, very obvious that he's trying not to show his teeth. So I don't know which one. Um, I cannot confirm nor deny which tooth it is. Um, I'm assuming it's one that you can see if he continues to try and cover it up. But Jason, you and I both play uh, beer leagues. You are uh, you're still rocking the cage. I am an idiot. I rock a visor. I am uh, happy to uh, let all the French fries know that I did get a new mouth guard, though. So I at least got that going for me because I did skate for like the last month and a half without one. I lost it and I found it and I lost it again. So uh, how do you feel? What's your opinion <laughs> on on the NHLers not wearing a visor? At all, man. I think. I, I mean, honestly, I'm all for the cage, but I totally get it. These people make a shit ton of money, where I do not, and I also have to go into like council meetings and everything else like that for work, like my professional life. So I fully understand why, like, I wear a cage because it's not that I don't trust myself uh, getting out of the way of a puck. It's that sometimes the people who we skate with are they tend to be you know on the amateur level 
and uh, are, aren't pro calibers and they can't control their sticks necessarily. Uh, so I'm worried about the errant stick that just uh, flies out and hits me in the face. I did rock a visor for about three games total. Oh, uh, no. And then I did get a stick to the visor and I felt that that was too much of a close call. And then I pushed out and put on a cage, but uh, I wouldn't say you pushed out. I, 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 I have not been made hit. a business decision. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Business executive decision. Yeah. So, I mean, business that's, that's kind of where I stand. I, I mean, as far as these pro pro guys go though, uh, you know, you do get, as Tyler Sagan will prove here uh, in a little bit, you know, you do get multiple sets of teeth. You can get those things pretty much replaced anywhere. Right. You know, if you have some decent insurance. But one thing you cannot get back is a set of eyes. And so uh, I do think uh, protecting those uh, is, you know, in, in the player's best interest, if you will. But also at the same time, like they're grown ups that can make their own decisions. And if you can't see anymore, unfortunately, you can't make any more money. So, well, you can't make any more money playing hockey uh, in at this level. You know, right. you can make you good money as a ref, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're all blind. True. Yep. Hey, yeah, those peepers. So uh, that's that's my two cents on on the visor cage and no, nothing uh, thing. Though I do think that it does look pretty bitching, but. I would know that because I have a nice pair of eyeballs and I'm protected with that cage slash visor and how like, I mean, there's nothing to keep a stick from going under that visor. It happens all the time, you know, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I risk playing the sport. So my family doesn't like it. Brooke doesn't like it, but uh, I'm making it on. I need to get hit in the face. I need some validity. So uh, the visor stays, but yeah, we can probably have that arranged if you really want. Well, no, it's just a game of chance, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I want it to be like, oops, there's a puck in my face, blood. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm, I'm stubborn, too. Like, I sliced my hand open a couple, like, a month and a half ago, and I didn't go to the emergency room, even though I should have. And now I got a cool yeah, scar on right. my palm just because it's neato, gang. But, uh, yeah, sucks. It was bound to happen. I mean, you look at Klingberg. Klingberg has had a fake tooth for pretty much since he was with the stars. Uh, if not the very beginning of his career and actually did not play without it until very like recently in like the last two or three season uh, seasons. And I know, I, Ooh, Klingberg fans hate him. Oh, so I do think that they do uh, like professional players. They, I mean, they obviously have a couple missing teeth probably going throughout the ranks of, of their career. You know, it's bound to happen, obviously. Right. But I don't think they fully get them taken care of until after they retire because, I mean, occupational hazards, if you will. Facts. But yeah, because I, I, I know that it's, with these guys, it's more of just like caps while they're still playing. Like if they chip a yeah. tooth or something like that, they, you know, they put the veneer on or whatever it is. I'm not too well versed in, in dental uh, terminology, but I know that they just they kind of get those. Your name. Yeah, I know they just kind of get little covers put on them. Uh, until they mm-hmm. do ultimately retire and hang up the skates because obviously yep. they shouldn't be taking any more pucks to the face. Obviously, unless you're playing beer league after that, but even then, like they're still hell, I don't know. If you go out to farmers and check out all the A's and double A players out there, there there's some former 
high level elite players that play out farmers. Uh, and I, from what I understand, there might be a few former roster Dallas Stars members that play out there as well. So you can catch. We'll, we'll meet them soon. We'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll jump in those leagues soon. You know, I feel like you and I are both on the cusp of you know breaking out. <laughs> I'm I've got a ceiling uh, contract in the works. So watch out, watch <laughs> out now. You know, once you once you play C or above in Texas, uh, I I don't know if it's a USA hockey thing or or just the Texas rinks, but. Apparently, you can ditch the visor altogether and then go full Jamie Ben. That's my goal. Yeah, a- after D League, yeah, you can go. Uh, well, actually, no, I want to say you have to have a uh, dude. You might want to check the rule book on that because I feel like even in E, like where you're playing, I think you're supposed to be wearing a visor or not a visor, a full on cage. I mean, you might want to check your rule book. Maybe they just and see I'm me. Sure they're, like, they're like, massive respect. This guy's an idiot. Let's let it ride. So. Nah. I do think that it's just a matter of they don't pay attention to that to that particular rule. Yeah, yeah I think I the always... not having a visor completely. I think that's the that's the end all be all. Like that's mm-hmm. where they're like, okay, you've got a visor on to at least protect your eyes, but when you take that off, you forego all protection. Even though, uh, you know, one of the biggest fans of the show, AJ, who's at the Stars game right now, even though he's a Ducks fan, um, may have taught me the ways of just tilting the visor all the way up so it's not in your face. Right. You didn't hear that. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, no. AJ's, uh, AJ's great about that. Yeah. Let's go to Mark this right now. The 45-minute mark. Yeah, AJ, here you go, bud. This is for you. Yeah, this one's <laughs> for you. Yeah, this. you are the reason that I don't protect my eyes. You are Either way, it's it was bound to happen. It sucks to see. Um, it sucked even more that he didn't really retaliate afterwards or, or mm, kind of be any more aggressive, like old school, you know, Jamie Benn, hair whipping around, just the look of pure insanity in his eyes, but they bounced back on Sunday. They won five to one. And you know what? That Caps game, unfortunately, was a skid mark on their last couple games. And it just so happened to be on the same night as the Zubov retirement ceremony. Uh, Speaking of that Zubov retirement ceremony, I did see a couple of people start asking questions about Mount Rushmore's, which led me to ask the French fries today. uh, Who would be on your Dallas Stars Mount Rushmore? I got some pretty good answers. Um, from KCCH11, these are all Instagram, so I apologize if you answered on Twitter, but this is just what I have pulled up. Uh, Madano, Ben, Turco, and Zuboff, pretty solid four. Uh, our friend from the Pensacola Ice Flyers, you know, native of Houston, Seth Enzer, uh, he responded with Madano, Hall, Hatcher, and Zuboff, which I think is a uh, definitely a stout four. Tritons underscore Triton, Trident, Madonna, Ben, Pavelski, Belfour. So apparently Pavelski has done enough to become one of the four faces on the, the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So respect to that. Especially if you're uh, taking into account the last couple months. Yeah, that's I'm I mean, not he's sure I agree fire. with that one, but, you know, it's, it's that's subjective. Fair. Uh, well, then wait for this next one. Z underscore Pacer 97. Hints, Heiskanen, Robo, and Pavs. I guess we just Ooh. didn't win a Stanley Cup. But again, these are your opinions, and, and I respect them. I think that... This uh, this this lineup is if this is your lineup, this is what you've grown up watching. Then more respect to you. Uh, yeah, if you're a recent Neil fan, Hermanson. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and then Neil Hermanson, Klinger, Bold, Pavs, Seggy, and Chubbs, which is Jamie Ben. Um, I do want to quote one more thing before we before we give our own Mount Rushmores. Um, it was very frustrating to be in the stands on on Friday because it was one, it was a very very poor game to be at as a Stars fan. Uh, and two, it was to the point where 
I found out why people hate Klingberg so much, and it's because they're idiots. Uh, and I say that because um, idiocy is, is hereditary, or hereditary. And the reason behind me saying that is because the people behind me, I'm not going to say where I was because I, you know, I doubt that they're listeners of the show, but it is what it is. You never know. That being said, they said, what number is Klingberg? And Oof. the parents went, it's number, he's number three. Cause the parents were bad mouthing him the whole game. And these were like two girls that were like 16 or 17. So they had the frame of mind to figure it out on their own, but they, felt like they needed to ask mommy and daddy. And so they started booing him anytime he touched the puck and saying, it's all your fault, Klingberg, once they found out what number he was. So it made me realize that it's just bad parenting that people don't understand <laughs> why Klingberg is a decent you know, NHL defenseman. Um, so stop it. Like, learn about the sport, understand what's going on. Even if you do under the, understand the sport and you're just – finding an excuse to be mad at the stars. That's not Rick bonus. Take it out on people like Klingberg or not Klingberg, but like Joel Kibiranta who scored one goal this season. And the only thing that he's ever done for this team was that one miraculous game seven performance. And ever since then he's disappeared. Uh, but people still love him because of one game and I'm sorry, but one game doesn't win my respect or championships unless it's a game seven and your name's Brett Hall. Mount Rushmore is for the group. Jason, I'm going to kick it over to you because I feel like uh, I was I was chastised for my selection earlier. Much to surprises of everyone, it's not Roussel four times. So, Jason, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to pass it over to you. Uh, well, not going to lie, I, I, I like once, this. Once, uh, once Patrick said ahead. that, I had to change it. Nah, that's fair. Uh, you know, you too, well. I did enjoy the uh, Rope Miro... Robo and Pavs, uh, I did appreciate that. But I'm going to go with the Medano. I'm also going to put, for me, Richard Matmachuk was huge for me growing up. Oh, Extremely yes. huge for me growing up. Uh, I know like he wasn't necessarily a key impact player, but obviously this is my Mount Rushmore, so you guys can fuck right off if you uh, don't Ooh. agree with it. Uh, spicy. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. It's a, it's a spicy ketchup. It's a spicy <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, there was Richard Matvachuk. Uh, let me also put Belfour up there. Eddie the Eagle is going up there. And Joey Newendike. Great choice. So Once you said Matvachuk. Fun, fun little story about my boy Joe Newendike, though. Uh, I may have actually told this story on the air before, but this is probably 98 97, 98. I have to go back through Newendike's time here. I can't remember, but it was right when he started his time here. Uh, There's this little known thing around DFW called Ticket Stock. Uh, and it used to be at, like, I think, the Big Town Mall or some shit like that uh, over that there right. in that area uh, in the early years. But my boy Joe Newendike was there signing autographs. And I got all the way up there. My dad's taking me throughout, you know, Nolan Ryan's there. I'm sure some, all these famous DFW icons that they tend to get. Uh, And then I remember getting up to Joe Newendike and he signs my little, it's just this little like uh, four by six sheet that says the ticket all over it. Uh, Anyways. So I get him to sign the sheet and I, it's like, Oh, cool. 
what's your name? Like, I had no idea who this guy was. Oh, no. <laughs> just sit there and ask him who he <laughs> was. Because at the, at the time, like, uh, you know, hockey was still pretty big to me. But, you know, I, you know, we don't have the same HD TV that we have now. Like, you know, I couldn't really make out faces and everybody's wearing jerseys and helmets and shit like that. So you can't really make out what certain players look like because you don't really see their faces all the time. So, yeah, I totally butchered it. You know, I was like 11, whatever, get over it. Uh, people who are out there giving me shit about this that are yelling at their stuff. But, uh, yeah, I just I didn't know at the time. OK, forgive me. I was uh, hockey illiterate, but we all grew up and uh, yeah. you know. but now I have Joe oh, Newman's autograph uh, out here. And yeah, so we're we're having a good time now. Love it. All right, Patrick, you're on the spot. Mount Rushmore, top four. Or just whoever your Mount Rushmore is. It doesn't have to be a top anything. Can I go last? Because I have a bit of a curveball to throw you guys. Yes. I love curveballs. I love curveballs as well. Uh, mine's pretty predictable. Um, just hearing the ovation that this guy got on Friday night and, and realizing what a cornerstone to the franchise he truly is. Obviously, Mike Madano has to be on there. Uh, and then the most predictable one, uh, my sweet little French man, Antoine Roussel, definitely course, deserves to be on there. Not far after that, you want to hear a real curveball? Yes. Jerome yes. Jerome Aginla. Jerome Aginla. Okay. Oh, okay. Just because he put the jersey on when he was drafted by the Stars. Uh, and I think it's hilarious that that's like one of the pieces of lore that the Dallas Stars have. Which, by the way... The reason that Jerome Aginla is not and did not play with the Stars is for Joe Neuendyke. Uh He was part of the trade that sent Jerome Aginla over to the Calgary Flames. And then last, but certainly not least, um, he was my favorite enforcer of the early 2000s, and that, of course, is Steve Ott. That's my top four. I'm sticking to it. Just some rabble-rousers, some roughhousers. So that's my curveball of the mix is Jerome Aginla. But it has to be Jerome Aginla with his draft hat on. That says Dallas Stars. I'll take that it. That is a curveball. I'll take it. I can, yeah, I can, I can get down with that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's easily one of my favorite players of all time. That's not a Dallas Stars. So, uh, Patrick, speaking of curveballs, hit us with it. Okay, so my, <clears throat> my Mount Rushmore is Mike Mandano, obviously. Choice, choice. Hmm. Yes. Not mentioned, Gary Lettinen. Solid. Ah. Nobody's mentioned him in the no. even even in the list yep. that you read off. Nope. I, Which is weird because before, yeah, I don't he's, mean he's one of four players with his number retired yeah. in the rafters. Yep. He was not at the retirement ceremony, and he did not have a representative there for him, which was very weird. Interesting. Because he was there for the draft night in 2018. I only know that because I snuck into an elevator and he was standing there. And yeah, very weird. So continue. Sorry. Okay. I think Zubov has has to be there. You know, recency bias a little bit with the ceremony, but also just one of the greatest in Stars history. And then just so it's not all people from the late 90s, early 2000s. I'm going to include Jamie Ben on there because Jamie Ben, Stars captain, has been synonymous for multiple, multiple years now. 
and you can't really talk about the stars of 2010s into the 2020s without mentioning Jamie Benn first and foremost, I think. So I'm going to put Jamie Benn up there. Okay. But that is not the curveball. I have a secondary Mount Rushmore. Two. Two Mount Rushmores. This is like a maybe a a mini mini Rushmore. Off to the side, maybe cut into a smaller hill. Okay. Small mountain, maybe. Yeah. Just like an asterisk up there at the top. The four members of my secondary mini Rushmore: Vinnie Paul, Dimebag Daryl, beautiful Terry Glaze, Phil Anselmo. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and and we'll include Rex Brown as you know a uh, a fifth since it's not as, an official Mount Rushmore as a secondary asterisk asterisk if you will. yeah it's it's asterisks all the way down yeah and I include those four for those who may not be in in the know those are the members of a certain metal band from Fort Worth Texas that provided us with the greatest goal song in the NHL. Pantera. You cannot think Cowboys Stars Hell, hockey without thinking of Puck Off playing after every goal. Not to mention their their impact, you know, if if legends are to be believed about on, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And there's impacts made in the Stanley Cup because of Pantera. Yep, that's exactly what I mean. Yep. For those that don't know, just a quick history lesson about Pantera and the Dallas Stars. They wrote Puck Off as the goal song, and it initially was not planned to be the the official goal song of the Dallas Stars. But they played it for some of the players, and they loved it, and they would play it before games at home. Mm-hmm. Like just in the locker room, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not, not in any official capacity within the stadium. So they would play it in the locker room, Get everybody hyped up. I can't recall which series it was. May need to do some quick Google Foo on the fly here. Was it there's St. a Louis? solid no. There's a solid video out there, like a solid like ten minutes yeah, video. It I was think against St. Louis. It was uh, in the playoffs. Cred Lugwood called up Vinnie Paul and said, "Hey, can we get a copy of that tape of Puck Off? The boys and to have a physical like CD and." It didn't get there until the third period because, yes, I don't even think it was a CD. I think it was a cassette. They had to fly in from Dallas to St. Louis. Yeah, they had to send a courier with it. And Ludwig went up to Ed Belfour and said, you know, you're our guy. Is this okay? He said, crank it up. And they went on to win the game. Then they went on to win the Stanley Cup. Bing bong. Incredible. I'll never forget that video. Or that story. Incredible. We may have to tweet it out. It's on YouTube, but it's worth yeah. a watch. And Pantera, also in uh, Star's history, I don't know if this one has been confirmed officially by them or otherwise, but rumor has it that the Stars went on like a three-day bender after they won the Stanley Cup playoffs with Pantera, where they just nonstop partied for a solid 72 hours leading up to the parade. Yep. Uh, yep. Fun times. A, uh, I believe there was a certain dent 
Yes. That was spoken of uh, because one of the Dallas Stars threw the Stanley Cup out of the second story window <laughs> of one of the band members of Pantera's house into a pool. Um, if you ask them about it, you can neither conf- confirm nor deny any of these allegations that have been put against them. Um, I will say, though, uh, we did have another topic, but I kind of want to save it for next week because I want to ask all the French fries and see if we can yeah. get some outlandish answers. Yeah, um, we need to table this. I like it. We'll we'll table it for next week. Just know if you're listening to this, um, keep an eye on our socials. And uh, we're going to be releasing new almost Friday pictures because apparently that is the thing to do now. And there are plenty of stars meme-like pictures out there. Uh, we also have some specially sent in ones from our boy Seth Enzer that will be released on Thursday along with the episode. So keep an eye out for those. If you see any that we have not used before, feel free to send them over via Instagram at Wada hockey or on Facebook and or Twitter. Once again at Wada hockey. Um, yeah, that's all I have. I, I put dad jokes at the end. I'm sure we can scrounge one up, but uh, I'm going to put Jason on the spot because he is a dad. And uh, I feel like if anyone's going to have one off off the cuff, it's going to be him. Well, I don't have a dad joke, sadly, but I do have a story for you guys. Hit me okay. with it. Uh, so as I was telling you, I, I did go to Intrinsic on Saturday. Um, okay. And then a ham sandwich like walked in there and ordered the <laughs> beer. And then the bartender there is like, sorry, pal, we don't serve food here. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, you just be thankful that you didn't go to the library. You couldn't get a reservation there. They were fully booked. (laughs) I hate it. I almost like just turned off my mic because I just wanted to be done talking after that. But I had to to groan, if you will, at that. Dad groan. Oh, man. Uh, I well, don't have one handy. Patrick, I'm sorry, guys. That's okay, Patrick. Well, I'll I'll just ask you to uh, to do what you do best and and tell us how to take ourselves into the weekend. Yep. Stay warm, but more importantly, stay sassy. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, because it, it's going to be pretty chilly. Cold out It'll there. Be pretty chilly. Uh, well, French fries. Just like I like my French fries, slightly moist. So stay moist. Just like your jersey says. Oh yeah. Hey. And last, yeah. Wait, jerseys are here, them? boys. Yeah, I was gonna say, should boys, we tell them? Jerseys French are here, boys and girls. Last oh, but shit. certainly not least. Nope, nope. Sat- last but certainly not least. Even if we have the jerseys here, don't forget to cover tattoos. <laughs> <laughs>